Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Caught at the 20. Racing near sideline 10. Caught at the 5. Touchdown Raiders. The crowd applauds because Las Vegas just win, baby. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. Still on the way as we kick off hour number three of the show, we have former Raider fullback Marcel Reese, current senior vice president, chief of staff with the Silver and Black. He'll join us at 4.30. Tyler Hall from inside the Raiders locker room. Vinny Bonsignor sent that over to us. Uh, so we'll have that coming up in just a few minutes. But speaking of Vinny Bonsignor, he jo- joins us now on the phone lines. And Vinny, thanks so much for your time as always, my man. I do appreciate you. And, you know, last week we uh, we heard about the locker room being pretty excited, being pretty festive. You know, music was playing. Guys were in good spirits. And then they go to Denver and win the game. So as you got in the locker room today, what was the spirit of the players as they're preparing for another road trip to Seattle? Yeah, I think they really want to build off that. Um, you know, talking to uh, Foster Moreau about, you know, his big play and, um, you know, the fact that they were able to get it done in that critical uh, moment and they hadn't gotten it done. As he met, as he pointed out to me, then he, it, it was six times. No need to sugarcoat it. We didn't get it done six times. But we got it done uh, yesterday or Sunday. Uh, and that's something to build on, you know, uh, and everybody contributing. It wasn't just the star players. Obviously, you know, Devontae Adams had his big day and the, the big touchdown to win it, but that doesn't happen without Foster doing his thing. And Keelan Cole uh, on the drive to end the uh, regulation and, and Josh Jacobs running a great route, Derek making a great throw uh, in, in uh, at the end of regulation to set up the game-winning or game-tying field goal. So it was everybody finally kind of relaxing, having some fun, and, and making the play when, they needed to, when it needed to happen, something that they haven't been doing this year, but yeah. if that's something that they can build on, Things, you know, things will start looking a lot better around here. How big, how big was it that they were finally able to see some success and get that one-score uh, game? They finally got a victory in it as opposed to 0-6 like they were earlier in the season. Critical. Uh, can you imagine losing another game like that? Um, oh, man. You know, uh, it, 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 it's as much as they want to talk about how they block all that stuff out. I mean, the fact that, the fact that you know, Foster knew exactly how many times uh, they didn't get the job done uh, on the six previous tries. I didn't even want to bring it up, but he said he looked at me. He's like, "No, no use. Or, there's no need to sugarcoat that. That's what it is. You know, right. that's what we didn't get done." Um, so they know about it, and and yeah, you gotta you you have to start thinking. Um, you know, as it is in professional sports and life in general. All right, how are we gonna mess this this one up this time? You know what I'm saying? Like that mm-hmm. stuff. Those are real thoughts that start creeping up. The fact that they were able to get it done, and now they have something to say. Hey, we did it last week. Uh, if that situation uh, arises in the way the NFL is going this year, it seems like it's every game that these games come down to uh, these types of situations. Now they have something to draw on. Vinny, let me ask you this. I've been throwing the question out there to everyone, and again, we're talking with Vinny Bonsignor here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Rough this. You can check Vinny out with the morning tailgate with Clay Baker and Heidi Fang, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., and find all his work on the RJ as well. And, of course, he's on Twitter, at Vinny Bonsignor. But I threw this question out there earlier in the show. How close – to being a good team is this Raiders. And, and I mean by that is I know they only have three wins, but they have plenty of talent. If you look across the landscape of the league, it's really a lot of teams bunched up together, and then there's a couple that are separate as really good teams. So how close do you think that they really are, and, and what needs to be tweaked or changed to them to actually be that good team on the field and not just on paper? I think they are uh, that close to being a good team, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you, you, you characterized it as, as that. 
good team uh, because they're good enough. We've talked about this. They're good enough to be in all these games, uh, and they ju- they've been just not good enough to not win those games. But they're right. good enough to win those games, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Now, here's the trick to it all, and this is what we're talking about when we talk about it, and we all kind of talk to the same people. Um, you know, in terms of wanting to be a great team, that's the longer process of this all. They don't believe that they're a great team right now in terms of what needs to get done. So if you're talking about that, they got to improve the defense. They got to improve the offensive line. Um, and I think it, I think they're I think they're they can be a great team soon if they make some some improvements. To be a good team, to me, I think could be the good team that just need to execute in those key moments. If had they done that, we would be talking about them as a good team and probably a playoff contender right now. So I think they're close to being a good team, but they want to be a great organization, too. Right, exactly. No, I'm with you 100%. And, again, just looking at the landscape of the league, man, I mean, there's a lot of five-win teams, a lot of six-win teams. It's not, I mean, even the Chargers, right? I mean, the AFC West is supposed to be a juggernaut. I mean, of course, Kansas City's doing their thing, but the Chargers only have five wins. They're only two games better than the Raiders, and they were supposed to be some phenomenal team this year. No doubt about it, and that's why you know you don't want to get too far out uh, in, in front of things. But if the Raiders can put together a, a couple of wins here, yeah. um, uh, like right now, you start thinking about okay, you know, eventually Darren Waller is going to come back. Eventually, Hunter Renfro is coming back. Nate Hobbs was back at practice today. I think he's probably going to play on Sunday. Nice. If you could just get, if the Raiders could just get themselves in a position, like you said, the way the landscape of the NFL is. There's no juggernauts. There's no great, great teams. Um, the Raiders have shown they can play with pretty much. Look at the Tennessee Titans. The Raiders could have won that game. The Tennessee right. Titans have gone on to roll off, uh, you know, a nice winning streak. They're one of the better teams now in the NFL. The Raiders were right there, um, you know, in terms of beating the same with the Kansas City Chiefs. There's you can make a case that the Raiders should have won that game. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so they're not far off whatsoever. They just need to get on a roll. And I know, you know, we're not saying they're going to make the playoffs or anything like that, right. but. If they can, if they can win a few games here and get it back to you know close to even, when Darren Waller and, and Hunter Renfro comes back, who knows what can happen. Right, no doubt. I'm glad you mentioned Darren Waller and and Hunter Renfro them being out. And, you know, and I, I obviously. Josh McDaniels wants to have all the weapons that we all imagined when you know they, they went and made the move for Devontae Adams. Thought it was going to be a three-headed monster, Waller, Adams, and Hunter Renfro. Obviously, that's not the case right now because Hunter and Waller are on IR. Do you think that there's a chance where Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Josh McDaniels can kind of figure out this offense with just the big, the big, the big weapon in Devontae Adams, and then when Waller and Renfro come back, they can figure out how to put those guys around him instead of trying to make him fit in and all three of them blend together, if that makes sense? Yeah, uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it, and um, that's why it was it's also imperative. Like, you can, you can see the blueprint when Foster makes a play that he makes, Keelan Cole makes the play that he makes. Um, you can then start picturing – what if that's Darren Waller now, uh, right. you know, more consistently, or, or Hunter Renfro more consistently? I don't think it should be that big of a challenge for them to get that figured out because, you know, as, as dominating a force as Devontae is, he's going to get still plenty of attention, and he's getting that attention now. He'll get it when Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams shows up. That's just how you have to defend him, and it's good. there's going to be um, room for, for, for those guys to operate. And the, the other key to that is health. I think that, you know, by, by doing what they've done with Darren Waller to say, hey, take your time. There's no Sunday that you have to rush to get ready for right now. 
just get ready, just get healthy, get well. And same with Hunter Renfro, because there is a lot of pressure. When you're taking up a roster spot and you're injured, the goal is to get out there on Sunday, by any, almost by any means possible. Uh, by taking that out of the equation and just letting them focus on just getting healthy, you figure that when they come back, they're going to be healthy. And, Q, I'll say this. I don't know if we've seen uh, Darren Waller this year healthy. I don't know right. if we've seen Hunter Renfro this year healthy. The hope is that when they come back, they are going to be healthy. And if that's the case, um, I think you're going to see an improved Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Vinny Bonsignor is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Just got a couple more questions for you. Trayvon Merrick is a guy that I've got a lot of questions about, you know, and, and people have been hitting me up with a lot of questions. And it seems like he's taken a step back from what he did his rookie year. Um, do you think it's the hip? Do you think it's the scheme? Do you think it's a combination of both? But what has been the reason for a Trayvon Merrick's struggle this year? I, I, I guess, um, you know, uh, to, to throw the cliche to answer out there, it's probably a little bit of both or a little bit of all of those things. Right. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's hard enough as a rookie coming into the NFL to learn an, an NFL system and then to just change it, um, you know, from one year to the next. That's got to – his head, I'm sure, is swimming. And he plays a, a position that's – I wouldn't say it's overly complicated, but there's a lot of responsibility at that position. So I imagine that he's still making that transition, um, you know, to the new defense. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, guys get hurt. You know, just because they come back doesn't mean they're 100%. Nobody's really 100% right now. So right. who knows what kind of a setback that was uh, and how much he's still kind of dealing uh, with it. So, um, But the thing is, you know, he needs to – this is an important stretch of the season for him uh, to, to get on the right path, whether – and wherever that takes him this year, it takes him. But he needs to also be somebody that the Raiders know that they can count on moving forward beyond this year. And he's got an opportunity – uh, over this last part of the season to show exactly that. What did the Raiders need to do to start eliminating some of those, especially first-half penalties? The, I feel like they're killers, and they, they get them behind the sticks more often than not. Yeah, it's um, that was a problem on, uh, on, on, on Sunday. And I, I, I tweeted out at some point, I think it was halftime, like, hey, if they could just clean that up, I think they're going to win this game. I felt like they were yeah, the better I saw team. That. But you can't beat the other guy and you at the same time. They cleaned it up. Uh, in the in the in the second half, maybe that's the easy answer. Just do whatever you did in the second half, mm-hmm. and stop doing what you did in the first half. And there were a couple of situations, um, you know, the, the Max Crosby penalty. I know he kind of got caught um, in in no man's land, and I'm sure if you if you if you uh, slowed it down, it probably looked a lot worse in real time than it was, um, you know, in, in slow down time. But you yeah. can't put the referees in that position because they're not going to review it. You know, they're going to call what they think that they saw. So some of that, if they could just eliminate that, um, you know, that, that'll help. But, yeah, it's, it's been a problem. Uh, it was a big problem on, on Sunday in the first half. If they could just kind of get back to what they did in the second half, then, you know, that'll help a lot. Final question for you, Vinny. How dangerous is this team that they're about to face in Seattle? Uh, I've always thought the world of Pete Carroll. And, uh, you know, he puts together good teams. And sometimes it's a bunch of dudes that you're like, why did he draft that guy? What was that decision all about? And then, lo and behold, he's got a good, rugged defense, a great young cornerback. In uh, what was he, a fifth-round pick yep. from, uh, from from Texas San Antonio, I think the school was. Yep. Um, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's a typical Pete team right now. And I, I felt like he was building the team to eventually then go get the quarterback, kind of like he did the first time around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he built a great team, then he added Russell Wilson out of Wisconsin. I was thinking maybe that's the path that they were taking. But lo and behold, Geno Smith has turned out to be a pretty good quarterback. I'm so happy for Geno Smith. 
I really am happy for Pete Carroll. I think the world of him is the typical Pete Carroll. Who the heck are these guys' team that you know when you go up to Seattle and playing in that environment, it's probably going to rain in Seattle this weekend, and you're just going to play a tough-minded, tough, gritty, disciplined um, football team that's going to test your toughness, too. So for the Raiders, they better bring it from a toughness perspective. Yeah, no, they, they're, they're going to have to. It is funny. We were talking Seahawks earlier, and we were talking about their young secondary and Kobe Bryant, you know, out of Cincinnati, talking about Tariq Woolen out of UTSA, as you mentioned, even Michael yep. Jackson, they have him. And I, I just said, you know, they of course they went out and got a bunch of really good corners because it's just like certain organizations are really good at fighting finding certain players. I feel like Seattle is really good. Their front office is really good at finding members of the secondary. Just, okay, the Legion of Boom is good. On, no problem. We'll go out and get some young dudes, and they'll be just fine. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, if you, if you got a Kobe Bryant and a Michael Jackson in secondary, I guess you better be good, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. They got the names for sure. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jackson, Tariq Woolen. It gets no better than that. And those guys are good, and you're, you're right. The Raiders are going to be tested this weekend. Well, Vinny, thanks so much, man. Thanks for sending over that sound as well. Uh, we're actually going to get to it next. But, uh, yeah, man, fantastic work as always. And uh, you and the family have a happy Thanksgiving, and I'm sure uh, there will be some availability tomorrow, so I'm sure I'll see you at the Intermountain Healthcare. Performance Center. Yep. Likewise uh, to you and your family. Uh, and yeah, Tyler is a great story. You know, got rewarded for the hard work, and it sounds like he was putting on the offense uh, during practice this week. So uh, good for him to be rewarded. We'll see if he's got a role. He looked pretty good out there uh, on Sunday. Yeah, he really did. He really did. So I'm interested and in, can't wait to hear what he had to say in the Raiders locker room as you sent that over. Like I said, definitely appreciate that. What do you got coming out on the RJ man? What are you What are you working on? Well, um, I, I'm doing a story on Tyler uh, Boyd um, for Friday, uh, so uh, look for that. And um, I know that um, you know, we just did a story on the Raiders uh, potentially breaking out a little bit more of that hurry-up offense. You know, Derek Carr is really good at that. And I feel like the command that he now has of, of, the, of the playbook and everybody else on that offense, that maybe that's something that the Raiders can turn to, not just at the end of the half or – or end-of-the-game situations like like they did on Sunday. But maybe that's something that they could drop on teams throughout the course of the game and just put it kind of in Derek's hands. He's shown that he could excel on that, um, and, 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 and that might be something that you see more often. There you go. That's a tease right there from Vinny Bonsignor, the professional professional. <laughs> Vinny, great stuff as always, man. Thanks so much. I'll check you out tomorrow. All right, brother. Thank you. Have a day. Forget you, guys. All right, there he goes. Vinny Bonsignor, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours as well, my man. Uh, great job in the locker room, great job at practice, and, of course, you can catch him out of the morning tailgate, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with Clay Baker and Heidi Fang right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. 420 is the break. We'll take a quick break and come back. 420 is the time, excuse me. We'll take a quick break and come back. Tyler Hall, Vinny got caught up with him in the Raiders locker room. He had a big game on, sun, on Sunday against the Broncos, came up with a big sack that the Raiders desperately needed. We'll hear what he has to say, hear a little bit of his story next. It's Raider Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Say it all the time. we got a lot to get to in a little bit amount of time. We've been having a fun show. We've been going fast and furious. Lots of calls, lots of texts, lots of great guests here on the show. So far on the show today, Jen Mueller, Root Sports, Seahawks Radio sideline reporter. She started us off. Amber Theo Harris, Sirius XM, Silver and Black Show. She kicked in at 3 o'clock. Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports at 3.30. And we just heard from our good friend, Vinny Bonsignor, R&R 920, and, of course, the, the RJ as well. And we still have on the way Marcel Reese, Senior Vice President, Chief of Staff, former Raider, fullback, just an all-around great guy, one of Raider Nation's favorite uh, former 
Raider players. So uh, got a lot to get to on the show. Plus, Tyler Hall, Vinny had an opportunity to catch up with him in the Raiders locker room. We'll hear from him in just a quick minute. But let's go out to the phone lines real quick at 702-365-9200. Let's talk to Hardcore Raider. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, Q, man. Just, uh, just first of all, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Sounds like you're going to be grinding uh, tomorrow, but uh, hopefully you get some time with your family. And, uh, you know, you're, you're a true blessing to us, Raider Nation, man. A lot of people don't know, but, uh, you know, guys like you, man, like you've said it yourself, like, you know, you're going to outwork somebody, right? So your question is, um, how, like, how can the Raiders be good, okay? It's, it's really the philosophy that, that you bring in your work life, in my opinion, and that is, you know, some people in life, they may not be the best at something. I think you're awesome, but like, you know, they may not be the best at something, but you got to keep grinding, keep working, and you got to dig deep. You know, someone famous once said that, you know, he wants uh, the Raider players to be uh, creating nightmares for uh, against other players. <laughs> Meaning, yeah. You know, you got to go out there and you got to take their job. And we need guys like that. You know what I mean? We need guys to dig deep that have that mentality. And, I, and we saw that, I feel like, in the, in the Bronco game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the best wide receiver to ever play the game, Jerry Rice, was like running hills and working out the day after the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Right. And I know it's the regular, regular season, but I'm just saying, like, guys, like, if guys dig deep, dig really, really deep, they can get more out of them uh, than maybe what their God-gifted abilities are, you know? For sure. And so, you know, I, I think that's huge. So, you know, I, I guess to end it, I just want to say, you know, thank you. Hope you have a blessed Thanksgiving, and uh, let's go Raiders, man. I really appreciate you. Hey, man, great call. Thank you so much. That's Hardcore Raider right there. And, yeah, sometimes it's that simple. He's not wrong. Sometimes it's just that simple. Sometimes you just have to work or outwork the next person. Simple as that. And if you're in that Raider locker room and you're somebody that's got that God-gifted ability and you just think that you don't have to grind and there's a guy that might not be as good as you, and if he's grinding a little bit harder, don't be surprised if he ends up on the field. Right, I mean, again, and this this uh, this staff, this coaching staff, and uh, this even the even the front office with Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly, but the you know the the coaching staff led by Joshua Daniels has said, what you do in practice is what's going to show on the field during game day. Like you're going to get on the field based off what you do in practice. So that's going out there each and every day at practice, no matter if it's Thanksgiving or if it's the day before Thanksgiving or if it's the day after Thanksgiving or whatever the case may be, giving it everything you got to improve your craft. One of those guys who did just that, and this was a great segue from Hardcore Raider, I do appreciate you, one of those guys that did that was Tyler Hall. Tyler Hall is the guy that was elevated from the practice squad to the active roster on Saturday. All he did on Sunday was while Jerron Harmon was out, he got into the game and came up with a big sack. Chandler Jones had a lot to do with that because he was pressuring Russell Wilson, and when Russell started to move around, Tyler Hall came up with a big sack. Well, luckily for us, Vinny Bonsignor caught up to Tyler Hall in the Raiders locker room just a little while ago. Here is that sound. Congrats on a great game on Sunday. Um, what kind of message does that send You know, when you're on the practice squad mm-hmm. that, that you are being noticed, that your hard work's being rewarded, that you'll get that opportunity? Uh, it's just about putting the work in daily, uh, just coming in and learning and growing, especially being on practice squad. There's so much you can pick up from, you know, the vets that's, you know, in your locker room. So just taking it day by day and then when your opportunities call, you know, use everything you learn and you just use it on the field to help you get to the game. Coach McDaniels had said that you were being a terror to the offense mm-hmm. uh, during practice. Like, how are you approaching your those opportunities? Uh, just approaching it as if I'm getting prepared for a game, you know, uh, no matter it's practice squad, or, you know, prepare for the game, football going to be football. 
you know, I always got the same mentality going out into the field, which is, you know, to, to dominate. You know, I feel like that's all defensive players' mindset is to dominate. So, you know, that's what I come out and try to do every day, each day. Did you know you were going to be activated on, on Saturday or prior, like prior yeah, to it? Uh, I had a, uh, I had a slight feeling I was. I was kind of, you know, rotating the game plan. Uh, but, you know, everything, you know, anything could happen in the NFL. So I was making sure I prepared. You know, as if I was a starter, so my, if my name did get called, which it did, you know, I was prepared to go. And then when you get your number called mm-hmm. in, the, in the game, um, mm-hmm. how excited were you? How comfortable mm-hmm. were you? Uh, fired up? Yeah, I was fired up. Uh, you know, I was comfortable. I prepared, you know, uh, like I said, you know, prior to the week, prepared as if I was a starter. Uh, because, you know, once you up, you don't know if you get in first first, first half, second half. So I always got to be prepared to go and definitely comfortable uh, to get my feet wet first time defensive snaps in the you right. know, regular season in the NFL. You know, it's a blessing, and it just shows that hard work pay off, and I just got to keep working. The sack that you came up with, um, it looked like there was some extra effort on your part. Mm-hmm. And how comfortable, I mean, how great of a feeling was that? And just kind of maybe to settle you down, like, okay, mm-hmm. I kind of got this. Uh, it was just just preparation. You know, that's just what I could just hold on to, preparation in, in, in God. You know, I was able to, to make a play and have the opportunity to make a play, and, I, you know, I made the play. Just going through my keys, bringing my keys, canceling my keys out, you know, and just helping whatever I can do for the team to win. Lastly, does it change your approach at all coming into this week, or do you just kind of attack it? Just attack it. Just, just attack it as I've been doing. Uh, obviously, you know, have, I've been having a little success doing you know, what I've been doing, so just taking it one day at a time, you know, preparing for practice, preparing for games, and then going out Sunday and get ready to play. Thank you. What went yeah. through your mind when you got that sack? I mean, were you able to enjoy the moment, or was it next snap? Uh, it was kind of like next lap, and it didn't really didn't hit me until uh, I got to the sideline. Right? You know, it was like my first career sack. So, you know, really when I got to the sideline, that's when, you know, I looked up and I just thanked God, you know, and just blessed for the opportunity. After getting that first one, now you're hungry. You want yeah. more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First pick but, coming up? Yeah, hopefully. You know, I'm, I'm not the D in it, so hopefully I can go, go out there and get a pick. That would be great. <laughs> There he goes, Tyler Hall right there in the Raiders locker room. Vinny Bonsignor, Sally Harry Ruiz caught up with him as well at the end. So uh, good stuff. Uh, very, very thankful for Vinny sending that over to us uh, to get a little bit of sound from the young man who came up with a big sack on Sunday against the Broncos. So, again, right there, Hardcore Raider gave us a great call talking about working hard. Tyler Hall is the example of working hard. Coming up next, Marcel Reese, Senior Vice President, Chief of Staff with the Silver and Black, Raider Nation's favorite fullback. He'll join the show to talk about the community event that he had going on, and not only him, but the Raiders in general. We'll talk all that, plus we'll talk about the team next on Raider Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. 4.36 of the time. Been throwing out the question there on the text line at 69187, keyword r How close is this team to being good? Not good on paper, but good on the field consistently. How much tweaking or cleaning up do you still think there needs to be done? 69187, keyword r Again, 69187, keyword r That is the text line. Of course, the phone lines when we don't have a guest, 702-365-9200. But right now, hold those calls because we do have a guest, and this is one of my favorite guests. Very excited to bring him on. Raider Nation's favorite fullback. He's also the Senior Vice President, Chief Strategy Officer for the Silver and Black, and all-around good guy. It's my guy, Marcel Reese. And, Marcel, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. You had an event that you spoke with JT about on Tuesday, a little giving back to the community. Let us know what it was all about, what you were part of. <laughs> oh, man, Q, I appreciate you having me on. Um, you know what? It, it, it's, it, it was more than just me, man. It's the entire Raider Nation. Um, you know, Mark Davis promised Las Vegas that that they were getting more than just a football team, but they were gaining an army. And, um, you know, we as an organization plan on keeping that promise 
uh, for him and everyone else. And we all just pitched in and, and tried to really embrace this community like um, like we set out to do. Yeah, you know, it's it's cool because I, I always uh, I'm dealing with the Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the Week Award. I get to talk yeah. to all the different coaches. And, of course, the state championship <laughs> games were at Allegiant Stadium. But really, yes. the Raiders have given back to the community, Marcel. That was huge and really important for Mr. Davis when uh, he, he you know made that move to come to Vegas. Why was that so big to make sure that you guys were a big part of this community? Well, listen, the, the Raider Nation and the people of the nation have always fueled everything that we do on and off the field. And, um, you know, that's not lost on Mark Davis. And, and he loves the people. And, and uh, we just follow his leadership. That's how it always how it always is. That's how it's always going to be. We follow his leadership and just, just try to do the right things for the right reasons and, and really love our community. Um, with, with that, there's only one nation and without the people of the nation there, there, we have nothing. So uh, we always want to take every opportunity that we have to give back to them and, and let them know we love them and appreciate them. You know, not only were you guys handing out food baskets, but also you had an opportunity to talk to the youth. So when you get that opportunity to talk to kids and they get to, you see those big eyes looking at you, knowing that you've been at the highest level played in the NFL for their favorite team. What, what is their reaction and what is your reaction to them? Um, you know, Really, their reaction is 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 really just pure and and innocent and honest and and beautiful. But uh, you know, but when you really look at it, you know, we as as the Raiders and you know the the mentor, if you will, the 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 older ones, we gain more from those kids than those kids can gain from us, and that's what I feel most people miss out on. Um, you know, seeing seeing that innocence and that that pure joy for the game of football that we all love and uh and for this the, the brand and the shield that we all love is just a really beautiful thing. So any chance and opportunity we get to just tap into our youth because we're talking to some future future Raiders out here in Las Vegas and and I'm excited to see what what the youth does. Uh the, the, the youth in Las Vegas are our future leaders of the world, and uh, we want to embrace them and love them as much as possible as well. I'll tell you, just watching from a distance sometimes and seeing the looks on the kids' faces and, you know, just kind of soaking in everything that you guys will say to them or talk to them, or even if they're just walking around the stadium checking it out, it's always it's always a really good thing to to see and be able to soak that in as well. Like you said, we, we learn a lot from the kids, and they don't even know it. So it's always – Absolutely. It, it, it's crazy just, uh, you know, we had the state championships again the other day. Yeah. And, and shout, shout out to our entire youth football department and our community relations department and our events department. They, they do a fantastic job and our crew over at, uh, at Allegiant Stadium and ASM. But, uh, you know, just watching these young athletes walk onto that field and just be in awe and proud of the place that we all call home. It, it is it is fantastic. You know, they feel that surface on their feet and they're mesmerized by the by the by the massive shield that's on the 50 yard line. Mm -hmm. and, and when you look into their eyes and feel that for a moment, it's almost like you can see that they are living their dream on that field. So that is that's why we do it. Right. No doubt, no doubt about it. We're talking right now with Marcel Rees, former Raider fullback, senior vice president, chief of staff member with the Silver and Black. And Marcel, the Raiders picked up a victory on Sunday over the Broncos. They swept the, the series, series, season series against the Broncos. Uh, what did you learn about the team and especially seeing that celebration postgame in the locker room? You know, it's, 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 it's about resiliency. I tell people all the time that the NFL is so hard to win in this league um, and the season is a marathon. And, and um, you know, it's it's easy to get caught up in 
what one game looks like, mm-hmm. but you got to look at the big picture in this league. If, if, if you want to be successful or even have a chance to be successful. Um, and when I look at our season, you know, at the point that we are right now, 10 and seven is still on the table, right? You know, there's an opportunity to be a double digit win team and, and really, you know, catch a groove and, and have some momentum. So uh, it's exciting, you know, it's just win baby. And, and, and you, you enjoy every win that you can get. And you work to continue to grow on that and get more. So I'm excited to see what this team, um, how the, how this team finishes the season. Uh, I think we are extremely, extremely close. And one, and, and sometimes it only takes one. And and I, I, my hope is that that one was last week. Right. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, you've you've been in plenty of locker rooms. You've been a leader in many locker rooms. The Raiders leaders that they have, the Devontae Adams, the Derek Carrs, you know, all those Max Crosby's, they've all said that they're so close, so close. If you're in that locker room and you've got that message that you're you're sending to the teammates, to the players in there, what are you telling them? I'm telling them we all have to look ourselves in the mirror and we have to all look at each other and we all have to make a decision. We make a decision to be 10 and 7. Right. And let the chips fall where they where they fall. Um, you look to, to the man to the left, the man to the right, say, I'm playing for you and, and your family, and we're going to do everything we have to do to be great. Uh, we're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to challenge each other. We're going to love each other. We're going to take care of each other, and we're going we're gonna to go win games, you know, because uh, – you know, Al Davis said it best, just win, baby. <laughs> That's what it's all about, just win, baby. Again, we're talking with Marcel Reese here on Red Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. You've played in Seattle. The Raiders are headed to Seattle. What's that environment like? What's that weather, that atmosphere? I mean, that's not an easy place to play. It's beautiful football weather, man. You, you know, <laughs> you love going into enemy territory, no matter what the conditions are. Uh, when the odds are stacked against you, that's 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 when you should, you should be showing up the, the biggest and the brightest. Um, it, it, it's going to be beautiful football weather. Um, and, and it's going to be a hostile environment, but it is going to be fun. It's two good football teams going at it who need wins. who are trying to get into the playoffs and, uh, two young teams, really, yeah. you know, it, it's two young teams and, and they're, everyone's trying to prove themselves. So it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be, t- you know, two great coaches going at it as well. The defensive minded Pete Carroll and the offensive minded Josh McDaniels and, and, uh, both you know, great, fantastic at what they do. So it's going to be a fun matchup. You know, you were listed as a fullback. I feel like you were an all-around weapon. Everything you did offensively, I mean, you could do just about anything. What about Josh Jacobs and what he's been able to do this season for the Raiders? <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, Josh has been that guy ever since he walked through the door of Silver and Black. And uh, I am just so proud of him. You know, that's my little brother, man. I'm so proud of him to be able to – He's finally showing the world that he is the best running back in this league. Uh, he he plays extremely hard. He plays with unbelievable passion. He plays with toughness. He finishes every single run. Um, he's always going forward, and he's a fantastic teammate as well. I, I'm so happy and proud to to be have a front row seat to watching him grow, um, and people don't realize that this is just the tip of the iceberg for, for Josh Jacobs. Josh is, Josh is the best running back in this league. And I'm happy he's wearing that 28 in the silver and black. And he, you know, I'm just so proud of him, man. I can't say, I can't say it any better than that. I can't say it enough. <laughs> so proud of Josh, man. He is, he is as good as it gets. And I, I can't wait to see how he finishes this season 
and the rest of his career. You know, it's funny. You you know a lot about a person when I can say Josh Jacobs' name and I can hear you start smiling, right? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that tells you a lot about how you feel about someone when you can hear someone smile when you start talking about that person. He's, he's special, man. He he is special. It's easy in this league to to take things for granted. And, and uh, I, I've been in his shoes before, so to watch him, you know, grow from when he first got into this league until where he is now uh, as a football player, as a man, as a leader, as a player, uh, just all around. He's, he's, he's been fantastic. I'm proud of him. Yeah, no, he is. He's been a lot of fun to watch. And I remember the first day I met him before he got drafted back in Nashville. I remember when uh, I met him and, and he's just been that guy. Like you mentioned, that dude, he's been him ever since that. I got to ask you about one more guy who is a dude. That's Devontae Adams. He's putting in a heck of a season his first year with the Raiders. What have you thought about him and including that walk-off uh, touchdown catch he got from Carr on Sunday? I, I haven't seen I haven't seen three people in this league that can guard him at the same time. Right. Uh, you know, Devontae Adams is a, a generational guy. You know, you always hear the people say that and, you know, we saw him in Green Bay and, and, and again, he's he's one of these guys that just has it all. And that's what I mean about this team. Like, we you know, we are so, so close and I'm so excited to, to, to get over that hump, but Devonte Adams, the way that he plays this game, the, 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 the smoothness that he plays this game with is, is, is phenomenal. It's unheralded. It's something that you can't really learn. Like it, he has God given skills and talents that, that are just, that are just remarkable and you just want to sit back, grab your popcorn and just watch him go to work. That route that he ran on the walk-off touchdown. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Like you can't even draw it up with a pencil. If you're a master artist, the way that he does it and he catches the ball with so much ease and he's always composed and um Devontae Adams is fantastic I'm happy he's on our team and we're not playing against him or game planning I, <laughs> I know that's for sure right absolutely again Marcel Reese is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920 I'll finish up with this talking about game plan and not having a game plan against this guy Max Crosby you know he gets the contract extension this this offseason and he's lived up to it and then some he gets the trifecta he gets sacks he gets a he forces a fumble and he blocks a field goal on Sunday against Denver, it doesn't get too much better than that. Listen, and those are the things that go on the stat sheet. I mean, right. when you're watching this game the way, you know, I watch this game, you know, I pay sometimes more attention to the, to the things that don't go on the stat sheet. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a the, the, the absolute chaos and disruption that he causes on the field is, is literally what kills offenses. Um, you know, similar to Devontae, I haven't seen three people who can block him at the same time. Mm-hmm. He's just he just plays with and 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 again, I'll, I'll keep comparing it to Devontae, even though they play different positions. They still have that same mentality and skill set where you have this unbelievable uh, uh, smoothness and, and technique coupled with toughness and motor and drive and passion. And when you put all those things together, you just have this generational type player that, you know, every time they're on the field, you have to account for them. You have to figure out how to not, not to let that one person beat you. And Max Crosby, again, is a guy that I am happy. We are not game planning against. <laughs> I'm happy. We're not trying to block him. Um, but he's, he's, he's a, he's a Raider. Yeah, And when you're talking about a defensive player and you call them a Raider, um, that one word has a million other 
really tough adjectives attached to it. And uh, he's one of those guys. And, and I, I love Max, and he's he's another fantastic human being, a great leader. You know, watch watch Max, watch Josh, and watch Devontae in pregame warmups on the field. Um, and and you'll see it's just something different. There's something different about those guys, and those are the guys that that you look to. Those are the guys that um, that are your leaders on the team, and those are the guys that you really – you really enjoy watching on the field. You really do. The Raiders have some good leaders, like you mentioned, Josh, Devontae, Max. I mean, you can name them all by by first name, and you know exactly who we're talking about. That kind of tells you all you need to know. Well, Marcel, thanks again so much for your time. Thank you for your commitment in the Raiders organization, to the commu- commitment to the community, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. I definitely appreciate your time this afternoon. Man, I appreciate you too. Um, and again, I wasn't the only one out there. It was the entire nation out there. We had Max giving out uh, uh, gift cards with, with Griffith Elementary and the Pearson Center. We had the Raiderettes co- uh, partnering with Smith tomorrow and giving away food. And, and Nate Hobbs and the old lineman did 600 meals yesterday over at uh, Allegiant Stadium. So everybody's chipping in from the Raider Nation all across Las Vegas and Nevada. It's just a beautiful thing. And, and we love Las Vegas. We love the Raider Nation. And we want to make sure that they feel the love during this holiday season. No doubt. Well, we definitely appreciate it. Like I said, the commitment is to excellence and to the community, and we do appreciate that, Marcel. I appreciate you, Q. Always fun having, uh, being on with you, man. There he goes, Marcel Reese. I mean, what a lineup we've had today. Fantastic stuff right there. And, you know, it really got me. Uh, I can feel it pulling at my, my heartstrings when he said that Max is a Raider. And you can hear how much pride Marcel has when he talks about being a Raider. And he always shows so much pride in being a Raider and rocking that owl shirt and just representing the Raiders uh, in a great way in the community, uh, at Allegiant Stadium, just everywhere he goes. He does a fantastic job. It's always a lot of fun to catch up with Marcel Reese. Definitely appreciate his time this afternoon. And as I mentioned, man, what a lineup. What a lineup. I mean, and for me, a guy like me, at the end of a show like today, it makes me feel so proud to be able to deliver this kind of show. Marcel Reese, Vinny Bonsignor, we had Tyler Hall, Paloma Villacana, Amber Theo Harris, Jen Mueller. I mean, fantastic from start to finish. Good stuff. And, of course, Raider Nation, you as well, 702-365-9200. All the feedback we received from you throughout the course of the day. And still have the text line. 69187, keyword R&R. Plenty of text to get to as we close out the show. And Danny, back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, fantastic job filling in for DeMond this afternoon. And I know you'll be back with us on, to, on Friday, not tomorrow, on Friday. But Robin Oakland hit us up on the text on Q. Thank you, DeMond, and everyone else at the station for the hard work it takes to bring us all the programming. All the shows are packed with informative guests, and the fans get a chance to share their opinion, no matter how popular or unpopular. Thank you. I wish everyone at the station a safe and gratifying Thanksgiving. Again, Robin Oakland in the 510. We definitely appreciate that text, my man, and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Mailman Raiders said, uh, to hardcore Raiders call, Booby Miles don't got a lift. Booby Miles got God-gifted talent. <laughs> so there you go. That's from Mailman Raider Sir Whiskey Ray Q. I'm thankful for unnecessary roughness as it gets me through every weekday afternoon from 2 to 5 p.m. Without it, I'd be a sad Niner fan. Happy Thanksgiving to you, DeMond, and the rest of Raider Nation. I'm ready for the Seahawks. Let's go get that W. Again, that's from Sir Whiskey Ray. Uh, also a text from uh, Vegas Pete. What's for Thanksgiving at your house, Q? Chicken with beans and rice, LOL. <laughs> That's fantastic. Throw deep, baby, is working because we have 17. Wife, come here, wife. Wife, Wife, come here. Come here, wife. Don't run from me. Come here, here, wife. Unbelievable. Come here. 
I know we love. <laughs> that was fantastic. She said, "I love chicken." Oh, that was funny. Yeah, we have we have chicken, rice and beans quite a bit. <laughs> Vegas beat, you got me sweating, man. You got me sweating. That was a funny one. You should have seen how fast the wife came running out the room. My office is not too far from our room, and she's she came home early from work today. How convenient, right? So she comes running out the room, and she hears that. That was hilarious. She gave me the stink eye, boy. <laughs> she's looking at me like, why are you talking about what we eat on, on for dinner on the radio? Oh, man, I got a tear in my eye. That was the funniest. Vegas Pete, thank you so much for that. That was hilarious oh man oh uh, we got another text <laughs> q and the family have a, a very happy and safe thanksgiving from the estrada family jess michelle demi jason noah gabriel and taylor nice shout out to the estradas uh, that's vegas jess and family i do appreciate them uh let's see what else <laughs> i i can't get over i can't get over uh, uh vegas Vegas Pete's text. That was great. Uh, text for the 408. Deron posted a pic on IG of Paul Pierce being carried out in the wheelchair comeback game and pasted his head in, in Pierce's body and wrote, stay hydrated, LOL. That was funny. Oh, man. Good stuff right there. Well, that's all for me. <laughs> I'm done. I don't even know what to say anymore. Vegas Pete, you stole the show, man. I worked three hours and you stole the show with one text. Just that simple. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Well, again, thank you to all the guests that we had on the show. Thank you to everyone that chimed in on the phone lines and the text line. Uh, we appreciate you. That's the reason why we're here each and every day. We appreciate you in a major way. Uh, have a happy and safe Thanksgiving to everyone out there. If you're working, if you're not working, uh, make sure you celebrate You know, and, and hang out with some family and, and take some downtime. Uh, the Raiders do have media availability tomorrow, so we'll be in the Raiders locker room. We'll get some good sound, and we'll bring it to you on Friday's show. I'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings in Henderson on Horizon Ridge, so make sure you come on by 2 to 5 p.m. So that's going to do it for me. Have a great day and a great Thanksgiving. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. Have a great evening.